0: Hello, the internet, and welcome to Season 172, Episode 3 of The Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It is Thursday, February 18th, 2021. My name is Jack O'Brien, aka I'm gonna take you by surprise and show you my white thighs Baja Blast. I'm gonna drink you right away, can't wait another day, Baja Blast. I'm gonna open up your can and make you understand, Baja Blast. I love Dew. That is courtesy of Abstrusel, official dickhead uh, on Twitter. Uh, Very sexual uh, ode to Baja Blast, and I am thrilled to be joined... By my co-host, Mr. Miles
1: Gray! Sorry, gonna need it. I need to realize I need an instrumental for this one. <laughs> you know, because fuck this racist. He can't even live. You know what I mean? Oh, who are we talking about? Oh, <clears throat> <coughs> Oh baby, fuck Rush Limbaugh. Yeah, baby, fuck Rush Limbaugh. Oh, baby, fuck Rush ball. Yeah, baby, fuck Rush Limbaugh shitty, shitty news for your boy, Miles Gray. About to say, psych, what a wonderful day. Okay, <laughs> that resting garbage yes, to sir. racist Limbaugh. Wow. The, I read things like a pioneer. Yeah. but <laughs> Okay, a pioneer. Pioneering. Talk radio, pioneer. The racist mm. vitriol. Uh, anyway, so shout out to Christy Yamaguchi, man, coming in one more time with that wonderful AK. Thank you.
0: Mm. And we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the hilarious and talented Danny Fernandez!
2: I'm here! She's here! There you are! I don't have an A... I always sing my AKAs. Mine was going to be Dan, 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 Dan.
1: Uh, Dan it De- it? the Dan DeLorean. The Dan, Dan De- DeLorean. Del- I love yeah. when
2: everyone called him the Dad DeLorean. He said, <laughs> and now he, those are his roles now, because he's in the Last of Us thing. Now he's like the yeah the begrudgingly, you know, good dad.
1: Last of Us felt, I was like, I can't believe I didn't think of that. Because mm-hmm. like when I saw it, I was like, yes, yes, exactly. like, what are casting- we talking about?
2: Oh, Pedro Pascal is going to be in the movie.
1: Or this, um, is it a series? or?
2: Oh, is it a series? Oh, maybe it's a series. Or whatever
1: it is. There's but so you're many saying links. you can't believe
3: you didn't CBS think of says. what? That's Pedro that,
1: Pascal in in that role. Got as Joel. it. Yeah, of course.
3: Um. Um. <laughs> <laughs> of
1: course. I mean, Jack, it was right in front of you, man. Right, it was right in front of us something. the whole
0: damn time. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm in usual suspects right now, just putting all the pieces together. Yeah, he's kind of popping up everywhere, and will uh feels like somebody I will never get tired of seeing.
1: Uh, no. Dig him. Because, I mean, for you, I like when I watch things like old stuff from the early aughts and 90s, I'm like, Pedro Pascal has been, he's been out here. Yes. But like you yeah. know, I'm like, oh, shit, he was in Buffy or these other things. You realize he was working. But then I'm like, in my mind, he really didn't get pop until he was over in Martell and i'm not sure mm. if like there were performances before that that had people being like no pedro pascal is a thing but that i'm i'm wondering if everyone's on the same page where that was truly my introduction to him was through game of thrones
2: i don't know oh. i think
0: narcos might have been narcos
2: i feel like is people's yeah
0: But I mean, I definitely, it might have been like right around the same time. I definitely should have recognized him from Game of Thrones, but he was kind of so different. And like, there was a, he did a weird thing in Narcos where like at first you, like you didn't know what to make of his character and him as a performer at first for me, Mm -hmm. I was like, huh, is this guy a really good actor or like kind of weird and not acting? And then he (laughs) just like ends up being incredible in the role. Um, But yeah. He's he's dope. Um, all right, Danny, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. Uh, first, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of things we're talking about. Uh, we're going to talk about student debt forgiveness. We're going to talk about uh, the, the Republican Civil War. Just a quick check in with that. Uh, we're going to talk about Texas, uh, the the mayor who told everybody what, uh, you know. I mean, what,
1: no lies detected.
0: Yeah, yeah, oh, told, told everybody the, the truth about the American ethos uh, we're going to talk about. uh member of Zeitgang reached out to us from San Antonio just to tell us what it looks like on the ground there. Uh, we also got some New York Times reporting, some Houston Cron reporting. Uh, so lesser sources also confirmed the reporting from Zeitgang. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about Fox News's decade-long war against wind power. Uh, that is the story that first came out. They managed to get it bubbling up uh, at first. It was like, well, all the wind turbines are frozen. Uh, so what are we going to do? Uh, and, and then it slowly comes out. That's not actually what's happening. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about Rush Limbaugh, uh pioneer. <laughs> uh, the, I just want to like read some of his words uh, to kind of memorialize him. Uh, we'll talk about that Cruella trailer. We'll talk about Parlor being back, all of that, plenty more. But first, Danny, we like to ask our guest, what is something from your search history that is revealing about who you are?
2: My last search was the truth about Dolly Parton's eleven siblings. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? I'm obsessed I love that you certain- with Dolly Parton. I love her. Wait, what so were you gonna I, say? My
0: search terms like come across like I have like I've suffered some sort of head trauma. I'm like Dolly Parton, eleven siblings has question mark, but yours <laughs> she can you, you has eleven your siblings. Search, your search is like straight up like a, a clickbait headline. It's like Dateline uh, NBC. Yeah,
2: no, that's
1: the, the way you read it. I thought you just straight up copied the text of a clickbait like you know. Oh, okay. I thought you were just <laughs> that's just how you search shit. I'm like, this is the so, truth about riveting. Dolly Parton. I forgot. Wait, so Oh, but what happened? What is is this? No, a thing? it's just she
2: has. I'm listening to her audiobook, which is amazing. She has one on Audible, which uh, it goes through all of her songs. She talks about, and it's her talking. She talks about the history behind all of her songs. And if you just love Dolly, and like she just sounds like someone's sweet aunt that's right. like offering you sweet tea and giving you a hug, she's amazing. Mm. Aside from all the things she did during this pandemic and the Black mm-hmm. Lives Matter protest, she's just an amazing woman. But um. Yeah, so so she was talking about her her paw and her siblings, and she like kept rattling names off. I'm like, well, how many siblings does this woman <laughs> have? She's eleven. What? And it's 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 wild. And she's just done so much philanthropy with all of her money, and also her husband. People don't know that she's been married once to the same man since like the '60s, but you That's never see him. Yeah, She has, she's figured that out. She's that's figured the secret. out like, that's the secret to, so he's just a millionaire with her living it up in their mansion. Whenever she comes home, he's there. That's her, her stay at home husband. Damn.
1: So. The photos of him are great.
2: There's barely any.
1: <laughs> I know. It's like three from the eighties, mm-hmm. yep. two from the seventies. And then like the last one must've been from like 2004. Um, he
2: just stays yeah. off, you know? But it's really funny in the book, you guys, she's like, everyone thinks I had an affair with such and such, or everyone thinks I slept with so and so, and I'm not saying anything. But like, you guys can think, <laughs> so I'm like, girl, I think it's right. funny when people don't confront like, it would be like, of course I didn't, but she didn't say that. So I'm like, I wonder if he's chill, like, as long as he gets to be a multimillionaire right. with her, if he's like, sure, have a affair with uh, Burt Reynolds or whatever <laughs> right, right. people think that she had an affair with like multiple different men that she's worked with but I mean maybe she has
1: she's actually right. these are Carl's birthday wishes for me <laughs>
0: <laughs> as long as he gets to you know get some pictures yeah
1: of smell the sheets after <laughs> wow <laughs> Uh,
0: yeah, the pictures of him are dope, especially like from the seventies and eighties
1: and the later ones too, because you're like, this motherfucker must be cool as shit because <laughs> he looks like a fan <laughs> taking a photo and she's he loving it. I'm does. like, I, in a way it makes you more curious, but that's, that's the real power. Like people who don't share shit they're they, they have it figured out. Because that's truly like the last thing you can keep to yourself is your privacy Yeah. without like going full throttle into like the, look at me, take a photo of me over here. This is my, that shit. Yeah. Like it it burns out. And I think it only just magnifies her, you know, the mystique around it all.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Dolly, Dolly Parton's got secrets and that's what makes her cool secret husband secret tattoos although not secret as many siblings. as people think secret yeah. 11 sibling <laughs> <laughs> wow Yo.
1: do you think people go out there and lie that they're one of Dolly Parton's like nieces or nephews oh, in hell the same yeah. way like people say they're related to Bob Marley cuz that's the one you always hear like oh you know that's that's Bob Marley that's like the third cousin of Kaimani Marley cuz there's so <laughs> many Marley kids i wonder how I many like the if that's the same thing out in Appalachia
2: I hear that with Disney because a lot of people have that last name or like they're more than you would think, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right. And so does that mean that they're all related to Walt Disney? Because that's not that's a pretty unique last right. name. Is everyone that has the last name Disney related to Walt Disney? I don't know.
0: Chime in. Let us know. <laughs> Chime okay, in, let us you. know. Zykang with the last name Disney. Yeah. Also let us um, in the
1: Club 33.
0: <laughs> what is something you think is underrated?
2: Underrated, we're actually gonna talk about it, but for me is the South. Um, I think, especially cause I live now in LA, I think a lot of like quote unquote coastal elites or whatever, which people always lob at me. And I'm like, I literally grew up in Frisco, Texas. Like, I don't know mm. why you're using this term. Also, I think Texas is the South. I want to go on record by, by saying that. I don't know. I don't understand how it's not considered the South when it, one of its cities is like the most Southern place in, in America. Um, <laughs> quite
3: literally. <laughs>
2: quite literally the South. Um, but it's not considered the South for a lot of people, so I find that fascinating. I guess it's its own little – we've always thought of ourselves as like this little, I don't know, wild west, like con- – not west, I guess, but wild south country. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, I think that it's – I think a lot of people think of the South as being racist. And uh, what they don't realize is that it's very, very, very diverse. Um Especially Texas, if you look at the Latino and Black population there, um, and so I think it's a little insane, and I'm sure we'll tackle some of that when we talk about Texas. But t- uh, the South is is heavily diverse, so I think just chalking up all of those states to white racist people is not cool. Right. Um, so yeah, but also
0: underrates how extremely racist Northern states are.
2: Yes.
1: Yeah, because everyone's – oh, it's like the same – the way, you know, the U.S. like thumbs their noses at so, like burgeoning socialist countries that they overthrow. And they're like, you see what happens over there? Like you need <laughs> that – you sort of need that base mm-hmm. of comparison to put yourself at another place. Like it's so sloppy over there. Ignore the part that we're engineering the downfall of it, but that's mm-hmm. why you don't want that. And we always we always need someone relative to – it's just human nature, you know, baby? Mm-hmm. Do you think it's because a lot of people don't think of it as like, I feel like a lot of people's definition of the South is so tied to the civil war, Mm -hmm. but then like most people don't realize like, you know, Texas seceded from the the union too. And like, that's like a, I don't know. Like, I feel like that's always the idea that I always evoke when I think of the South, which is why, like, for whatever reason, I compartmentalize or think Texas is different. Mostly because Texans I know tell me it's different.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I I mean it, it but also like a lot of that land was Mexico and right. like uh a lot like a lot of the black population that was forced to be there is still that has like you know um bought a home like have several generations there and so mm-hmm. like to just chalk it all up to white people is just not true is frankly not true and so I'm just really tired of like when anything happens to the south that you know liberal or or you know people in East and West Coast are like, well, you deserve that because you guys are red states or whatever, and I think that that's gross. But I also think that that's not true. Right? Um, if you yeah, I saw so people. Of the voters.
0: I saw people talking about that on uh, Twitter, like uh, responding to a comment that I hadn't seen the original comment, but basically being like, I don't think people should actually die because they live in a southern like red state what, yeah. was that like a sentiment that was going around like I guess women? it
2: was I had tweeted um yesterday about some of my cuz a lot of my high school classmates are still in Texas and so mm. I was I was tweeting some of what they're going through right now yeah. and um I said you know I was just saying that it's it is diverse as fuck and and um I think people were dunking on Ted Cruz, I think because Ted Cruz made fun of Californians when we were going through a crisis, yeah. and so uh, I think people were dunking on using his own words. however, it spun out into it was literally people telling Texans like "Go f yourself and um and it was from liberal people, so it was really wild that us you know our our side that considers itself progressive, you know does that, and yeah.
0: Yeah, but I'm sure yeah, we can
2: get into that more with Texas. I have some stuff to say about the Texas stuff because I do have friends that are like also on the ground there and some of their experiences that they're dealing with. So,
0: yeah, I think the in-group out-group sort of dynamic of you know looking down on Southern people, looking down on uh you know people who are into culture like NASCAR and shit like that is probably one of the larger biases that uh doesn't get addressed
1: as much in
0: in mainstream culture and i think also like probably on shows like this though like there's probably that part of the country and that part of culture gets painted with a single brush and yeah it's probably more diverse too in terms of how people think um what is something you think is overrated okay
2: this is a double negative but not wearing makeup even though I'm not wearing makeup right now and y'all can see that I think it's like all there was like this huge push which I get it to like be natural and like all these like you know no filter no makeup like whatever like I'm not and I'm like but makeup makes me feel good and like it's there my friend a lot of my friends are makeup artists and so I think it's so weird when guys are like Guy, like you know that thing, that meme that'll go around, and it'll be like, make sure you take her in the pool on the first day, or like, oh my, you know God. what I'm talking about, no. Miles? Have oh, you so seen those?
1: Yeah, so you could see him in a bathing suit.
2: <laughs> no, you <laughs> dummy. Oh, whoa,
1: what he's talking about
3: <laughs> make sure. You
2: take it's me. like, <laughs> 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 so-
1: no, I know it's yeah, it's just that talk shoe like, cause you gotta know, dude. Yeah, yeah. You better, she, or there's so many makeup. memes that it's like, what they look like in the club. Yes. And then what they look yes. like, blah, blah, It's like, get the... Okay, uh-huh.
2: Look, like, I don't... Also, like... And I adore like the people, some of the celebrities that'll do like the no makeup challenge or whatever. I'm like, you're literally, but you also have like thousands of dollars worth of skincare. Like, you know what (laughs) I mean? And so I don't know. I love makeup and I love like my friends that are makeup artists. It makes me feel really good. And it's really therapeutic. It's like, you know, like 30 minutes, you can just do nothing and kind of like paint. It's honestly like painting. Yeah. like and it's really you know some people do it in such i follow a lot of cosplayers that do it in such an artistic way but anyways i was gonna say i get it as long as you're not being like toxic to people where you're trying to for like that's what right. i feel people try to do with me and i don't even wear a lot but people will try to shame you about like you know you don't need makeup or whatever like i'm just tired of people. don't wear telling-
1: makeup or you don't realize you don't need makeup
2: yeah. It's and like, I'm what? like, but I I did like that's just tell me it looks good. <laughs> you know, or whatever. <laughs> right. I don't know. So that's my thing that I think is over is like everyone saying, like, be natural, whatever. And it's like, okay, cool. If you want to be. Yeah. But some of us like it. And some people like that's literally my friends' professions. That's their careers. They get hired right. to do that. And so and they love it. So anyways.
1: Yeah. It's so anti makeup artist is what it is. Yeah. Anti mua I'm down, I'm down you know. for
2: me, I love makeup. So Sorry. <laughs> yeah.
0: No. No. I think that's every
1: time. Yeah, Jack and I just can't dial in our makeup application as much as we'd like. We're yeah. we're ba- we're trying to use a beauty blender. It's not.
2: Well, planning. I'm literally not wearing any right now because mm-hmm. y'all have seen me so much and I don't care. But. Yeah. If I did put it on for you, and you were like, "Wow, you that looks beautiful," that would be nice. It doesn't have to be. Oh, Danny, you don't you don't need it. Though. Right, right. Rather right, than like, right. what are you doing with all
1: that makeup on? You're cute and don't need it. It's like, what kind of thing is that to say to anyone? right now?
2: <laughs> people are wild. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, people people must let you know they have an opinion too. Yes. <laughs> it's like, okay, I, that's fine, but I don't need it.
0: <laughs> oh, it, it feels like it's. Of a piece with the uh you're beautiful cause you don't know how beautiful you yes! are thing. That's yeah. like in pop music.
1: It's like fuck off, man. Like what are you talking you're So hot and you don't even know it. Oh.
2: But that that is a it's whole a secret meme for of me a- to exploit. <laughs> that, that is a that is a meme i like that
0: you have low self-esteem <laughs> like, what the fuck
2: about ta- about like taking her in the pool or whatever like ma- yeah. and i'm like you just sound so toxic and gross like oh, maybe yeah. that's why you're single and like if a girl got all dolled up for me i would feel very special yeah, oh, yeah. I'd be like that all that
1: energy me. and i'm like i'm sorry i'm wearing a sweatsuit <laughs> i'm sorry for that but yeah, also those are the same people. That Venn diagram is a circle where it's people who post that meme and the same dudes who say females.
2: Yes,
0: it's <laughs> true. It's also not like a subtle like life hack. It's not like, here's how you can. No, it's <laughs> t- hey, girl, you want to uh, <laughs> go swimming? <laughs>
1: Uh, bullshit, like
0: february what are you talking about
1: they're deceptors bro you gotta verify like okay look just because like what your parents marriage ended because of a lack of communication doesn't mean that's how all people work
0: Mm. all right let's take a quick break and we'll be right back And we're back, and uh, let's talk about student debt forgiveness. Uh, one one of the other uh, Joe Biden promises. Um, that'd be cool, huh? Yeah. Anyway, moving been on. Talking about
1: it. A lot of people.
0: <laughs>
3: that'd be cool, huh? All right, moving on. Exactly.
1: <laughs> Pretty much what Joe Biden did. You know, a lot of people, progressives, been saying fifty thousand dollars in student debt relief would go a hell of a long way for people, especially right now. When incomes are limited, uh, it allows for, you know, tangible upward mobility when you relieve these these burdens up from people. Um, and, you know, Joe Biden is like, yeah, we can talk about that. But then at a town hall, someone <sighs> made the mistake of asking Uncle Joe for some money. And you know how that goes. So let's play this. This is from a town hall uh, where, dude, just taking that oh, that thing that Elizabeth Warren and Chuck Schumer were talking about? Yeah, yeah, uh, we're going to dead that
2: loans are crushing my family friends and fellow americans me too <laughs> the american huh? dream they're is I'm to kidding. succeed but how
1: he said they're not oh yeah we're gonna have to pause that <laughs> and then he said you think i'm kidding i'm Wait, uh, okay uh, who they're joe? crushing joe biden student debts the homies from your gaming discord <laughs> like who are you talking about okay who are you talking about and he really also his body language you think i'm clip? kidding his yeah. arms are crossed across This is when his he gets chest. mad, yeah. yeah,
0: when he knows he's wrong and his response is to get cranky and mean and angry.
1: Yeah, exactly, because he knows he's going to have to look fucking, well, I mean, he's just a, he's, I, he's a curmudgeon anyway. Can
0: I guess that a come on man is coming or something along those lines?
1: Uh, if, I mean, we'll take prop bets now if you want to lay it down. <laughs> All right, we'll,
0: we'll take <laughs> right, that into see. account.
3: American dream the account is to kidding. succeed,
2: but how can we fulfill that dream when debt is many people's only option for a degree? We need student loan forgiveness beyond the potential $10,000 your mm-hmm. administration has a proposed. We need at least a $50,000 minimum. What will you do to make that happen?
3: I will not make that happen. It depends on whether or not you go to a private university or public
1: university. Uh. <laughs> oh, boy.
3: <laughs> Damn. Oh my gosh.
2: You asked. You He's said, already Jekyll and Hyde himself.
1: Hey, mom, let me get some money so I could. <sighs> Put in on a limousine for prom. I will not make that happen. Oh (laughs) shit! Okay, I'll sell drugs. (laughs) But
2: like, I mean, I know we none of us trust politicians, but it's like so he could have kept it up like a little bit longer where he could have been like yes, yes. He does try
1: to pivot. Okay, he tries to explain why he's being cruel, and maybe just for a second, listen to Lord, this cruelty is necessary. We can get on the same page. This is his logic. A
3: private university or public
1: university. It depends on the idea that I say to a community, I'm going to forgive the debt, the billions of dollars of debt for people who have gone to Harvard and Yale and Penn and schools, my children. I went to a great school. I went to a state school. Um, But is that going to be forgiven rather than use that money to provide for early education for young uh, children? Okay, he's lost the plot. So he's pitting Ivy League people against just an everyday people who are working to try and get an education to try and mm-hmm. enter the workplace because that's the way the game is set up here. That is the
0: most important thing is making sure that the wrong people don't get the benefit as opposed to just. Oh, Making sure everybody gets the fucking benefit.
1: Well, here's the thing. If we start helping people, people who don't need help get helped, and that's fucked up.
2: Also, that's not true. like the aside from the fact that there's like a you know a low amount of black and brown uh, students at these places, but like they have gotten a shot to get into an Ivy League. like I don't think that they should have to, which are twice as expensive, if not more. Right. Um, I don't think that they should be saddled with with debt. Rest no. of their lives just because and they went to an Ivy League school.
1: But even when you start look breaking it down, right? Guess who's disproportionately impacted by student loan debt? Black and brown students. That's who. Black oh, students not Ivy borrow... League students. No. No. <laughs> 77 huh. weird that he brought almost that 80% of black students borrow federal student loans. You know what I mean? And it's it's much higher than the national average. The other thing is too is like having this student loan debt above you directly relates to having a lower income. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's a burden. It it limits you because you're so spread thin trying to fucking pay off these loans for uh, an education that who is it? Is it even like most people are like, is it even worth it anymore? Um, and yeah, so Joe, you gotta fucking take a second, Joe, because you're, you, you keep, Throwing it in people's faces that you forgot who fucking voted for you and what the fuck you said to even get people to even believe in this shit. I mean, that's why I think many people who had seen his record were like, well, let's not get too excited here about Joe Biden. Um, But this is what's happening. But I think it's just a smack in the face, given given what's happening in the country to then just be like, this thing is also could really help black and brown Americans out for like, like I said, tangible upward mobility. But. I'd rather get bear, like bogged down on like, well, maybe this kid who went to Penn is going to get some money off and then he'll use it on a fucking white claw beer pong table. I don't know what the fuck. It's like,
0: right. It's it's, it's it reminds me of like the uh, there was a point during the primary like Kamala Harris was talking about. Like there, It's just like, well, we will be forgiving student debt if this, and then you fulfill that, and you haven't made a payment. And there is like 20 different levels that you had to like, like boxes that you needed to check off. And it's so ineffective as politics and as actual policy that affects people's lives to right. just have 20 different things and like hoops that you have to run through. Like, we just need simple policies that but then help that, people.
1: then that's, like, way too much money being spent. That's what's so—we just can't get over that. And we avoid, like, even logically gaming it out. Like, well, what happens, right? Because if your point, Joe Biden, is that, well, what about, like, disadvantaged kids and, and getting into early childhood development? Who do you think—do you think the parents of these disadvantaged kids might have student debt, too, right. that they're paying right.
3: off? Yeah. So, I
2: also want to say, aside from— Black and brown students having to more likely having to borrow um, when they graduate, they also make less than their white counterparts doing the same job for the same amount of time. So Mm -hmm. it takes them twice as long to even pay it off. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's even more difficult once they do graduate uh, because they're not paid the same for the same amount of work.
1: Right. I mean, Rift. you know, look, uh, 50% of black students and 36% of, like, Latinx students default on their student loans. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. these, that's who needs help. Like, people, all people, anyone with this student, they fucking, fuck it. Get, I don't give a fuck. I don't care if I had to pay for my college or whatever, but fuck. I'd rather they, look at a world that's treating people humanely than be like, well, I had to go through that shit.
0: And if they went to a state school, we should feel sorry for them, Miles, but not otherwise.
1: I don't <laughs> <Like> know <me>? <laughs> <laughs> what is <laughs> happening. Why
0: Spussy? does that? What are you talking about? man? And then
1: his. Then he moves on to be like, you know, the, the thing that I've been saying is community college should be free. It's like, Joe, that's not. She said her friends and family are being crushed by student debt. And you're saying, oh, uh, well, OK, how about this? Uh, hop in a time machine. And go to a future where the community colleges are free and then you can just have your associate's degree. And th- like, I don't know. And I get that you can, you can get your associate's and then go to a four year and then get your bachelor's and things like that. But like, what, these aren't real solutions. They're, they're really not. They're just these really disingenuous like pivots and lame talking points that completely ignore like the real thing that we're asking for is like, how are you going to help people like right now? I'm not.
3: Oh
0: okay. <laughs> All right. And let me take <laughs> a step back habit. and explain to you uh that I went to uh I used to ride the train. So, uh come on, man. Don't 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 bring that bullshit in here. Um <laughs> get that
1: weak shit out of here. Anyway, help me open this PDF.
2: Anyways. I also want to say too like I had a ton of I just paid off 10,000 in medical debt. Medical debt. So some of us also have medical debt on top of student loan. Like whenever I see people on Twitter, like, well, I saved up and I paid off my student loan debt. And I'm like, okay, but did you also have thousands of medical debt too? Cause like some of us also have other debt. Yeah, They're like, nope, never had
1: to go to a doctor in 15 years. But like,
2: you know what I mean? It's like, it's such a privileged thing. And I'm like, I, so here's the thing. Yes. I paid off my 10,000. If another person had a $10,000 bill, I wouldn't wish that on them. Just because no. I paid mine off, I paid right. mine off because I sold a show and I was like, okay, I'm going to take some a chunk of this money. But you should—that's—that's <laughs> that's never happens. That—that's like such a one percent. Right. Like that doesn't happen to people. That they just get an influx of here, money.
1: You're out here selling a show to try to, and tackle your medical yes. debt. Yes, you know that like, that's sick. It's it. not like that goes to my Bugatti fund. Well, right. and, the,
2: and then the gross thing was, I had debt collectors calling me the last like two years about my medical debt, and it was like, "Sir, I didn't go to Vegas for the weekend. I was hospitalized, you right. know." Right. And it was like I had I had autoimmune issues and I had heart issues, and I was like, <laughs> "I like an ambulance costs however much it costs, and it's just like insane." But it it was it was and I think they felt bad. Like to be honest, I think I don't think anyone actually wants to take a debt collector like job they gig. are also yeah they're also people that are struggling but it was yeah. just like hi you're calling me and acting like i'm a piece of shit when right the, i didn't go to like the su- i didn't pay for like super bowl tickets like right. i was in the hospital
1: what's going on miss fernandez i <laughs> uh-huh. sorry
2: i just have to stick to the script you so, don't listen to me you yeah. piece of shit you, no you, you
1: better pay it's like i think at the end of the day we just have to keep reminding ourselves that there are certain things that just need to be rights Right. And not things you have you have to afford to get into the club of. Can you get into the health club? Can you get into the education club? I mean, we
0: talk about uh, Democrats wanting to, like, keep the status quo because that they are kind of the party of the status quo uh, at this point where they're like trying to, you know, they are the party that is there to protect capitalism, not to solve people's problems. And I think with college, like, we, we've talked before about how college is basically a social factory for, like, giving people the proper socialization to, like, enter the sort of upper, like, middle class, basically, and, like, have the proper, like, social connections, right. essentially. Like, that's, uh when when people look at it, that's the thing that people find to be like the most important part of of college is like the social connections that you make. And so it it makes sense to me that the Democrats would be protective of just letting anybody into college because that is like a barrier that's built in to kind of protect the the capitalism and the capitalists.
1: Well, that's how they like, you know, that's how they pretend they're it's progressive because right. it's like on a continuum, if you compare them at two different points in time, you're like, well, that was forward movement. Right. But it's like, it's so glacial and yeah. incremental that it, it doesn't, it's like, they have found ways to basically reinforce other money making industries. So when they go, all right, fuck it, we're pulling the plug on like making Buku bucks on community college. I hope you got, I hope you set your traps for other places. Then mm-hmm. they can allow for that to happen. Cause that's just how it never, it's never going to be like your ass out. Uh, under a Democrat plan because then they're going to consult with your industry to make sure it's so like, are you comfortable with this?
0: Mm. The Republican civil war is almost not even worth mentioning. That was a story heading into the year in the mainstream media, um, post the second impeachment. The only thing that is getting Republicans in trouble is anybody who voted to convict. That's like they're getting censured by their, uh, home state parties uh and it's over like i mean we we knew that it was going to go back to the president and uh but it's still trump's party he's in a better and better position uh and you know i feel like he didn't really make sense as a president because he can't actually do like he's not competent enough to do the things he promises but i feel like he's going to be like as the dissident leader like the critic of the person in power uh who has like this huge groundswell of support i think he's going to be very dangerous and anybody who's counting that out or thinks that like he's uh his career is over is i think sorely mistaken um so that is where that is at the polling Uh, is
1: interesting when you look at it though too right because within it 63% 63% of Republicans think that they need a third party. But then when mm. you break that down, 40% think it needs to be more conservative.
3: Right. <laughs>
1: a third thinks it should be the same. And a quarter is like, I'm I'm out of here. Like, y'all are, I'm not this racist. So that's interesting that 25% are like, right now there's only 25, only a fourth of the Republicans are like...
0: <laughs>
1: while yeah. the other three-fourths are like, what's the problem? Yeah.
0: And I mean, others I are like, turn it up even harder. Yeah. And I I just don't think like when when the choice is between saying we were wrong to ever support and vote for him or getting behind the groundswell of populist, racist uh, energy that their party has at their back, uh, they're, they're going to Do the thing they've done before, which is go go with Trump.
1: If it's like part of me, it's just so like it's weird. Part of me is like, where is that like old school dark arts Bush Cheney version of the party that would just like disappear, like feel like they would disappear people for fucking going against like.
2: Oh my god! It's
1: like it's like like I'm like rooting for that old bad guy to come fight this bad guy. I'm like, are they gonna fight now? Because you went after Liz Cheney, but nothing. So yeah, yeah, like you're saying, like the dust is settled. And that's where, it's at. Um, that's where it's at. Now it's going to be about who's going to put their money where and how that ultimately bears out in like polling and things like that. Because, I mean, when we say all these things that like, yes, the Republican Party, the energy in there is wild, toxic and going all over the place. But uh, in terms of like the sentiment of Americans, at least a majority are now trending more towards like we sh- that bad. Not again. No more. Mm-hmm. But. How how those are going to be reconciled, I think, is going to be really interesting. And we got what 18 months basically mm-hmm. to figure that out.
0: Um, let's talk about this. Uh, Texas mayor, the mayor of Colorado, Texas, mm. uh, population 4,000. Uh, he went on social media and told people to stop complaining, people whose power was out, who were freezing to death, and who couldn't get clean water. Uh, he I mean, it's almost worth just like reading word for word. Yeah, I, uh, look, I'll, I'll read
1: his post, his ein rant for you uh, <laughs> from Tim Boyd. "Quote: Let me hurt some feelings while I have a minute." Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Glad that you
0: have a minute during
1: a yo. That's Fat Joe people. saying, "Put the fucking mic on," <laughs> yeah. uh, and you're about to be like what's humanity so he says no one owes you or your family anything nor wow. is it the local government's responsibility to support you during trying times it like literally
2: this. is it, it quite <laughs> literally yeah
1: holy um Sink or swim, it's your choice. The city and county, along with power providers or any other service, owes you nothing. I'm sick and tired of people looking for a damn handout. If you don't have electricity, you step up and come up with a game plan to keep your family warm and safe. If you have no water, you deal without and think outside of the box to survive and supply water to your family. If you were sitting at home in the cold because you have no power and are sitting there waiting for somebody to come rescue you because you're lazy, uh, that's a direct result of your raising. Only you're the lazy. strong. Only the strong will survive, and Thank the weak you, will perish. Uh, but spelled perish wrong, <laughs> oh
0: my folks. God.
1: Oh, everything is...
0: is spelled wrong horribly. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah, this is a nightmare. Folks, God has given us the tools to support ourselves in times like this. This is sadly a product of a socialist government where they feed people to believe that the few will work and others will become dependent for handouts. Am I sorry that you've been dealing without electricity and water? Yes, but I'll be damned if I'm going to provide for anyone that is capable of doing it themselves. We have lost sight of those in need and those, I don't know, we have lost sight of those in need? Yeah, that's right. Um, and those that take advantage of the system and mesh them in one group. Bottom line, quit crying and looking for a handout. Get off your ass and take care of your own family. Bottom, he says, bottom line again. Bottom line, don't be part of a problem. Be a part of the solution.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: The Um, way they are so obsessed with that term handout. Yep. They are so obsessed obsessed this is always in my comments too whenever i talk about either student loan forgiveness or whatever it's just like Inclusion. so ingrained in them <laughs> and i want to say we literally pay taxes so it is not a it's literally your money like yeah. quite literally our money yeah that we have you to pay taxes paying his every salary. single yes every I, I would love to not pay taxes mm-hmm. and then you could be like danny you never paid for anything but no we, like, okay, we no. literally do <laughs>
3: Yeah.
1: And I'm sorry. I think part of the thing when you're paying like these utility taxes too, and you're paying for utility services, part of the gag, the game, the relationship there is to be like, I'm paying for the fucking service. Where's my electricity? You have the right to ask for that. Now I understand that certain things out of their control happens, but to say that it's not the responsibility is such an absurd notion, but
0: it's not the responsibility of your power uh, provider to provide you with power I think was like almost a direct quote in there yeah
1: I sent yeah right so then people are like what the fuck did this guy say and he resigned but mm-hmm. then he fucking came back to Facebook just to clear shit up one time for your mind real quick okay <laughs> this is him and he and he deleted both posts like within minutes because he was like I'm taking too many L's being taken at the moment he says quote all I have sat back and watched all this escalating and have tried to keep my mouth shut. I won't deny for one minute what I said in my post this morning. Believe me when I say that many of the things I said were taken out of context and some of which were said without putting much thought into it. I would never want to hurt the elderly or anyone, this or or anyone that is in true need of help to be left to fend for themselves. I was only making the statement that those folks that are too lazy to get up and fend for themselves but are capable should not be dealt a handout. He goes on basically saying, like, you misunderstand. It's the same point. You're just using more words to say right. the same thing, which is if you can't look, if you can't deal with it, then die, motherfucker. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, it's weird because I kind of feel bad for him in the sense that he's merely refre- reflecting back everything that we have. We he's see as Americans. Been told. Yeah. Yeah. Which is. He's been told by not, Rush
0: Limbaugh from day right.
1: one. Whether it's not said out loud or whatever, this is what the experience is for American people, which is work or die, be useful or yes. die. If you can't afford to live, then fucking die. You want help? Motherfucker, then move somewhere else. Oh, you were brought here against your will centuries ago? Sorry. Uh, mm. That's really the tone of this. And yeah, like it's funny that a lot of times we're like, Why, how can people think like this? But we really need to have like a more concerted effort to be like, why what is why do we have what is what's with our asshole problem here oh yeah you know what i mean the fucking that it's just turned into this like scab of like it's just hardened to the point where this guy would i I, I basically say like i don't give a fuck if your grandma freezes to death right but that's not who he's
0: picturing right yeah he's not picturing your grandma he's picturing like some yeah
1: non-white people
0: right everyday americans or whatever Yeah. Um, And
2: but the idea that you are so like to to what I was going to say of some of my high school friends that are dealing with this right now, Mm -hmm. one of my friends who's still in Frisco had to go and stand in line for four hours trying to get firewood. Uh, and he has a baby he has a wife and a baby they have had no power it is below freezing as you've seen some of the pictures on Twitter uh, people will have and their pipe. like people are like don't forget to like have your pipes le- like have them drip or whatever and, and they're like we've been doing that for days and they like still busted and yeah. so um, their pipes burst they have no electricity and and to keep warm like literally they had to go and stand in line to get firewood and it was it just was a line of cars for hours and he said he, he Spent four hours trying to get firewood so that his baby wouldn't freeze and he they turned him away. And so right. that's what people are dealing with. And the idea that it's like, well, you you need to go out and you know, slaughter a cow to feed your like it's just so insane. We're also like not you know, uh, uh, the way that our uh, society and system has been set up now, it's like you can't just go out and, like, chop right. down someone else's tree <laughs> <People> <laughs> or just, like, take someone that. else's yeah. sheep and, like, take – you know what I mean when you're living in, like, a suburban neighborhood? Um, so those when he says that, like, those are – he's probably thinking of people like my friend who who did go out, you know, who is – whatever like it's also super um ableist i yeah, would say absolutely. um and i hate the term lazy cuz i actually don't think that any like most americans are lazy i think no. that we live in such a scary society where you're bombarded with you have student loan debt and you're a lot of people deal with massive amounts of depression living in this country so i think absolutely. it's actually just the the effects of depression from being in this <laughs> this, this hell hole that is also just earth, just living right. on earth. Uh, so I don't actually think a little you,
1: corner of hell.
2: Yeah. Right. I, I th- actually think that you, you can't be lazy and live in this country because you would, you You'll would die. just die. die. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody is fighting at all times to survive. I mean, you, you, it's so expensive to even just exist. Uh, to you have food.
0: to be extremely yeah. privileged to be lazy.
2: Like yes, think, that's the yeah, thing. You have to have yeah. a ton of money, actually, yeah. to be lazy. Um, um, and yeah.
0: the this dude probably sees lazy people around him because he's a privileged politician. And so he assumes that that's, I mean, he assumes that every everybody's problems are their own fault because that's what Fox News has been telling him and yeah, Rush Limbaugh. The-
1: the the bottom line is you can never present a problem to a republican and they say it's a problem you're right they right. go oh wow that was a you're right that's a problem we need to fix that never yeah. it's it's you can you can take that shit to the bank unless it's like yeah immigrants are a problem but like if you're saying what the fuck just happened with that grid? Uh do we want to talk about this deregulated independent grid that we have and all this other shit and the the fact that the the markets with of electricity are set up that doesn't even incentivize maintenance or right. the updating of the grid because yeah. we're all about like cheap power as quickly as possible. All this other shit. No, it's not going to be that. It's going to be like we actually need to look at the body that was uh, in charge of the utilities. Oh man, these d- th- we need to look into snow terrorism, I think.
0: It's like yeah. what? The it's fuck? a <laughs> it's uh it's the Surprise same here. We've brought up the deregulated Texas energy market before because the story of Enron is like so cartoonishly just like what an amazing example of broken American uh, economy and just everything uh, ethics. but uh, yeah, just one kind of acute way that this uh, problem illustrates, the The way American oper- America operates, we had a, a TDZ fan from San Antonio reach out and say their power has been out. The power company at first said it was going to be 15 minutes on, 45 minutes off just to conserve power and said it's been off for days uh, and pointed out my friends and wealthy neighborhoods have not lost power. Uh, this is true in at least three separate neighborhoods across the city. I've seen the downtown skyline just blazing its lights into the sky for the entire time. Um and that's actually that supports what the New York Times is reporting, which is that the in any disaster uh but including this one uh when shit hits the fan, the poorer communities and communities that are more populated with people of color are the ones that uh lose power first and get it last, so the people who are probably uh have the least Camping supplies uh like have the least access to things that can save their lives are the ones who are treated the worst by the system by this deregulated energy industry.
1: Hey, that's that's where we're headed, baby. You know, like when shit all this shit gets privatized, this is the future you have to look forward to because there are no regulations on what mm-hmm. you need to be what the bare minimum is. They're yeah. gonna look at you and be like, okay. Uh some people were saying, like, because trying to uh, generate the electricity was going to become so costly. They're like, you may want to cancel your service with us because your electrical bill could be wild because we're going to dump the cost onto the consumer. Cool. 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 Like people are getting notices to be like, you may want to, you may want to rethink that just as a courtesy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's our courtesy is you may get body slammed on your next bill. If you stay with us.
0: Fox news has been saying that it's because, uh, windmills are frozen, but, you know according to uh an energy fellow in the department of economics at the university of houston uh the failure is the result of the state's deregulated power system no no uh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um most of the uh it's actually like when you look at on uh balance the wind power for the day that uh, everybody was saying the uh wind turbines were frozen the wind power on balance uh overshot the what the expectations were for that day there were a couple examples of uh windmills freezing but for the most part uh they provided more energy than uh the energy companies were expecting and the thing that uh shit the bed was natural gas but this Uh is part of a long-term campaign by fox and friends uh, you know, they, they were in the past couple of days saying, what would America look? Is this what America would look like under the Green New Deal? Up, uh, Tucker see? Carlson claimed that it was all due to Texas's reckless reliance on windmills.
1: Wow. Um, the energy mix is 80 or 90 percent fossil fuels in Texas. Yes. that's and a, again, Say that part out loud, <laughs> Tucker Carlson. Say, in the, and I think the point you're talking about is the coastal windmills. In Texas, m- were the ones p- bringing more energy into the state because they weren't as affected and were and created a lot more than when the gas plants went down. So in the end, it actually did help the state. The wind, yeah. the wind, the wind turbines. It's like, God.
0: I mean, this is not going to be news to anybody, but just like right. reading this story, just for some reason, we, just every once in a while, I get just like smacked over the head, and I'm just like, holy shit! Like we are in a dystopian society where like when you think about the fact that most people in Texas's like primary news source is going to be Fox News uh like and like just thinking about how transparently illegal it should be for them to report the things that we just described I don't know I mean know. Greg
1: it's, Abbott the governors out here blaming other people it's like people are dying in the yeah. state because of the inaction and like the callous attitudes towards how to solve anything of being like, because right. again, you, you present a Republican with a problem and it's not, Oh my God, I'm the governor. Texans are dying under my watch. Well, this is unacceptable. It goes, Oh, we actually need to talk to uh, ERCOT, which is like the, the commission on, 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 on energy and stuff in the state. It's like, we need to, we need to talk about th- th- I think that's the issue here. It's never, again, he could have been, we have to do something. Something needs to be done. I, I'm the governor and this is a problem. And that was, you know, can't admit any kind of failure mistake. Yeah. So it just ends up perpetuating itself.
0: Uh, they, a big, uh, piece of content that was being circulated by conservatives was a photograph of a helicopter de-icing a wind turbine. They're like, look at this shit. Uh, except that photo was from a 2014 test in Sweden, uh,
1: Sweden, uh,
3: and it should be you illegal. need fuel, oh, you you should need be fuel like,
1: to even clean the windmill. So right. come on, y'all remember right. I think that the scariest
2: fuel. thing aside from the fact that we need an upgraded grid system. And this has been a necessary thing for so long, especially in Texas is that this will continue to happen. And that's, I think what scares me the most is that we will continue to have weather crisis from here on out period. Oh, yeah. It's something that we have been having, um, that Texas is aware aside from like, uh, Galveston, seeing like you know devastation and things like it's going to our extreme weather is going to continue, and whether whether they want to deny it or not, it will hit them and happen to them, and so that's the the thing that I find, yeah. Yeah, but that I mean, how much longer can you deny it for? And it's just like instead they spent the past four years focusing on like who's allowed to go into what bathroom and who's allowed to marry who as opposed to like, hey, the next the next decade is going to be a complete change for us and we're not prepared for it. And you're going to continue to see this stuff happening. Um, I was I was in Texas when Hurricane Katrina hit and we had all new students coming to. To us from New Orleans, like ha- a, a ton of my coming from um, New Orleans to Texas. So a ton of my uh, students, the when I was in high school, uh, had to come because they were not being served or having help there. And that's gonna that's also gonna happen in Texas. Like we're gonna yeah. continue to have, and here in California, all of us are gonna get hit with with weather crises, and it's it's frustrating that after seeing this. Uh, they will probably still not do enough for the next time when it happens, and they probably also think like, "Oh, God did this, <laughs>
3: right? God yeah. is
2: God is giving us some snow, you yeah. know, or whatever." It's just like they just don't believe they can deny it, you know. But it's going to continue to happen, and that's what I think is frustrating that they need to get a lot of those. Um, officials out of there and someone who's going to accept that this is the new way of life. This is our just like we're going to have to accept wildfires here being a regular, you know, massive that, thing that keeps happening to us.
1: And embracing the fact that the US is a failed state. Right. Okay? You want to spike the football on these other countries talking about oh we're we'll be the best. You have people in the 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 state that generates the most energy. <laughs> not being able to access energy and people like accidentally burning their houses down because they're trying to figure out other ways to generate heat and things like that. And we're still going to feel good about ourselves as a country. The leadership in the state should be ashamed that that happened. And then the fact, but, and I think that's where you hope at a certain point, I don't know what, because the explanations out of the right only get more absurd. And I right. don't think they're ever going to go the other way. I mean, we watched a, a full on mob take to rush the Capitol and people who were almost got hurt were like, "Nah, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. So I can't imagine even if a fucking avalanche blew down, you know, Greg Abbott's home, he'd still be like, oh, it's Antifa or something. Yeah. Just like it'll never because that's just sort of like it's it's like a mentality that's become a party more than anything. Mm. It's like this way of just maneuvering through the world. It's not really about any. There's there's no there's like nothing philosophical or ideological about it. It's just like a way of preserving your ego. Yeah.
0: Um. The Rick Perry uh came out and said Texans should be willing to go without power for a couple of days to honor <laughs> the deregulation gods. Uh. Basically. Uh. Deregulation is just basically like every man for himself, and but applied to a market economy, which. As Enron illustrates, does not work in good times. And as this and every disaster and the pandemic illustrates, is really fucked when it comes to, uh, you know, not good times. And just to put the Fox News thing in some context, they've been. Pushing anti-wind power conspiracies for years now. In 2019, Tucker Carlson claimed that wind power wouldn't be able to heat homes in the winter, which ignored the fact that Alaska has incredibly successful wind farm energy. 2018, he cited the widespread noise pollution from wind turbines, uh, which is false. Uh, alleged they provide precious little energy, false and added that turbines kill a lot of birds. And this has been a thing that they really focus on a lot. And as our writer, J.M. points out, uh Tucker Carlson is the heir to the Swanson frozen food company. Uh So he, hilarious, who make all their money off of like, you know, murdering chickens and turkeys. So the fact that that's something he acts like he's worried about Uh in 2011, all the way back then, Greg Gutfeld called wind power, the Ted Bundy of bird killers, uh, which Gross, also uh, misleading, because wind turbines do kill birds, but less than uh, building glass and vehicles, and way less than cats. Cats kill 2.4 billion birds each year.
2: Wow.
1: And we're not talking about that. We're not talking about Randy Johnson, the big unit. I saw him him straight murk a bird with a ball once, and we're not... Wow. But yeah, can't... Just don't want to acknowledge it. Don't want to acknowledge it. A 2009
0: study found that fossil fueled power stations are responsible for nearly 15 times more bird deaths than wind farms. And that is their bet. The best they can do is point to uh, birds being killed by wind. On Fox,
1: someone said also Texas was, quote, totally reliant on windmills. Also. And again, 80 to 90% of that energy mix is generated from fossil fuels. Just fucking, you can, and you can look that up. But you know what? We're not interested in that because I just said that because I'm not interested in facts. I'm just interested in going full steam ahead in my, you know, protecting my my sense of self.
0: All right. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back to wrap things up. And we're back. Uh, and uh, Rush Limbaugh died yesterday. Um, I think he's best remembered in his own words uh, with his own content. Let's just list off a couple of the things uh, from the New York Times obit, not like from, you know, so just a person on Twitter, from the New York Times obit. Uh, in the Limbaugh lexicon, advocates for the homeless were compassion fascists, Women who favored abortion were feminazis. Environmentalists were tree-hugging wackos. He had delivered AIDS updates with a Dionne Warwick song, I'll Never Love This Way Again, ridiculed Michael J. Fox's Parkinson's disease symptoms and called global warming a hoax. Uh, on the AIDS update thing, uh, there's a, somebody pointed out, like, that's that doesn't give you the full... Uh, he used to read the names of people who died... And have celebratory moments uh, whenever another AIDS victim died, which he called the AIDS updates. Yeah, and then he lied about a bunch of shit constantly. It's
2: so disgusting. Yeah,
1: yeah, and because oh, Dionne Warwick was like one of the first celebrities to really come out in support of like the fighting against the AIDS epidemic, so right. that's why. So he was tro- oh, geez. cool.
0: And for the people, there's there's also this like even from like the New York Times there's like this begrudging but you got to hand it to the guy and like i think we're learning from all the hacks who like got canceled and immediately gone to become like right-wing celebrities after years of being like middling mainstream media personalities or you know failed screenwriters and terrible novelists and Ben Shapiro's case that it's not as hard to get an audience when you're telling white supremacists and misogynists the lies they already want to believe. Like that's ju- yeah. just because you have a huge audience doesn't mean you are talented. That just means that you tapped into a vein in the country that is fucking and evil and disgusting. All and they're all they're doing is hugely, hugely damaging. damaging.
1: All they're just saying is saying problematic shit, but real witty. And with charisma, that's the difference. It's no different than when someone's yelling hate speech at someone. It's that like, you've now turned it into a segment where you're playing music and you're, it's not just it's, you're going like, there's a spectacle to this sort of content. And I think that's why a lot of failed comedians end up doing so well. It's because it's like, yeah, I'm just going to do like mean jokes basically, but as an ideology and just talk like that all the time and say, everyone's disgusting or freaks or what the fuck. And people are going to, yeah, just be like, hey, man, he said it better than I could have. That's funny. He made up his own racial slur. I'm going to use that now.
2: I also think it's hilarious that same with the people that did the um, the attack on Congress is that they consider themselves outcasts when they are like the actual most privileged people in the world. <laughs> right. Like that to me is just so, I don't know, someone should do a documentary. I'm 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 fascinated and horrified by the psychology behind, like you said, like failed comedians who then they have nowhere to go. So they become, they join the alt-right, which is like several people that have been in our industry that I've known who have like gotten canceled, that we've watched get canceled and go over there. But like so many of them carry this like out, like I'm... I'm the one that's harmed and I, and it's like, they're literally some of the most privileged people in this country, you know? And it's just so, I also wonder if they actually believe what they're saying, what, like if they were on our side, they got rejected or canceled and now they go over there. Like, do they actually believe the stuff that they're saying or are they aware that they're just cashing in? Like, I don't know.
1: I mean, I think a lot of it is like this weird thing that, whiteness specifically can do to american people which is on one hand tell you you're the best you're number one and you should have everything but then if you're a working class white person your lived experience is not is nothing like that so in a way that like begins a feeling of like i should have what the fuck like even though you are benefiting massively look Mm -hmm. you got to beat a police officer with a hockey stick yes (laughs) but there's still this feeling it's like they also know that the, the the treatment of people could be better. Whether they want it or not, I think there is this feeling of like it could be better. But I don't know how yeah. to articulate that. So I'm really just going to stay angry and be on this other, you know, regressive programming, which is point the finger and yell at everybody except myself or the country that is responsible for this.
0: I watched uh, Judas and the Black Messiah over the weekend. And one of the things that jumped out to me is that. Fred Hampton before he was assassinated by the FBI was uniting like poor white people, white people mm-hmm. and uh, you know, with uh, gangs and just all like uniting across uh, underprivileged classes. Uh, and that's the thing that I feel like is underrepresented about uh, when Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated is he was in Memphis uh, on a anti-poverty uh Movement And he was in the midst of a anti-poverty, mm-hmm. like, uh, supporting unions, supporting people, trying to make it uh, a class movement as opposed to specifically uh, racial. And that seems to be the thing that the uniting of those factions really seems to scare the shit out of uh, the the ruling class. Mm-hmm. And finally, uh, the... Cruella trailer dropped. We we talked about how the poster looked like shit yesterday uh on trending, but um the the trailer looks kind of fun.
1: Very very dark. Yeah. Very um, jokery.
0: Yeah, yeah, know? yeah.
1: Yeah. But it um, looks fun. I mean, I, I the like the visual aesthetic of it, I'm like, "Oh, this looks this looks pretty cool." Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I didn't realize it's funny when I'm like, it's a character who I didn't ever really thought about what a backstory could look like. And so my the trailer was like showing me what that was. And I was like, oh, shit, Cruella Fools into some shit, huh? Okay. Mm. I see her. She's a getaway. I feel ride. like I don't that's
2: probably also from Maleficent because they had a couple of, you right. know, that was like one of their first ones where they were like, let's look at the origin story of some of these uh some of these villains. Mm -hmm. Chase Mitchell, who's a comedy writer, (laughs) tweeted this morning, he said, I've always wanted to see a sympathetic origin story for a character whose main ambition in life is to kill a very large, specific number of small dogs. (laughs) I do think that it's funny that we're supposed to, like, You know, we're supposed to be sympathetic for her. Right. Uh, Same with Maleficent. When you watch, it's like why she became, why she broke bad, like what happened to her that made her a villain. And so I do think it's funny that we're going to be like, oh, she's just misunderstood and also skins alive animals. Right. (laughs) Right. right. Like.
1: (laughs) Give her, give her a chance. I don't know. This is kind of (laughs) hard. Yeah.
0: That's, I mean, that's been one of the main rules of movies is that you can't kill dogs generally and if you do it has to be like a super big like building up to that point like that is a emotionally crushing thing for a movie yeah. audience and it's like the like, i am legend shit you yeah the I, mean? I am legend thing like it has to be the main thing where you're just right. like oh this trailer like does show us dalmatians but they're mean they're the meanest dalmatians i've ever seen like they they just make them like vicious like when she walks into a room they're like ah right. they're so mad at her it's like so
2: dogs uh, read energy
1: Right. Do they go edgy with it and they actually show her just like doing wild animal abuse and you're like, oh, <laughs> right. like this wasn't a kid's film. I paid also, seventy-five dollars she... for this on Disney Plus.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it would make more sense if she was like um Selena Ca- like, uh, Cat like a catwoman.
3: Yeah. Like that right. would make
2: more sense. Like Michelle Pfeiffer's like cat, like if she were surre- which I don't think she is, or that I could tell, but like that would make more sense to me if she were like, Oh my precious or if a dog killed her cat when she was growing yeah. up. And and so now she has like a vendetta against dogs. Like right. that makes a lot of sense to me. If she's a, yeah. cat,
1: a cat. But in the me. end, we're still being like, that'll make sense for her to, then to kill 101 <laughs> Dalmatians. Right, <laughs> Sort of the end point. We're like,
3: <laughs> I mean, okay. Like, I let's get just, it.
1: I'll yeah. silo this as its own thing and just be like, you know, go off Cruella. Mm. Um,
0: I also don't like how much can it be a kids movie? Because like kids don't, Kids aren't into anti heroes. Like when I when I show my kids kids Breaking Bad, they're like, "What? Why is that guy such a jerk, (laughs) Deb?" I
2: can't think of any. When I show
1: my kids Breaking Bad, (laughs) they didn't like that scene, that Rat Patrol scene where they got all the snitches. Yeah, that coordinated hit.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: (laughs) I actually can't think of any villain movies that I've enjoyed as a kid. That's no. That's like when
1: you become. I felt like that was me thinking I was becoming an adult. Wasn't right. I watched it like that? I'm like, yo, that fucked up person. Actually, I like that character. Because right. I, like, I, my parents just got divorced, and now I can see the, <laughs> the the spectrum of pain in life. Like I don't know. Yeah. Um.
0: Be interesting. Uh. But anyways, Danny. uh, yeah. As always, such a pleasure having you on the Daily Zeitgeist. Where can people uh, find you and follow you?
2: I'm at Ms. Danny Fernandez, M S D A N I F E R N A N D E Z on Twitter on Twitter and Instagram, and also I'm on Clubhouse, which I, some people are using, but that's just at Danny Fernandez.
1: What do you do and on there?
2: It's like I did a panel for Gloria Calderon-Kellett, who's a showrunner for One Day at a Time, asked me to be on a panel about breaking into Hollywood, mm-hmm. and so it's kind of it's an audio forum. So it's uh, like a big room that a- hundreds of people can be in, but like there's selected speakers, and you can raise your hand, kind of like in Zoom or Blue Jeans, if you guys have had to use that yeah.
3: mm-hmm. uh,
2: during this time. But I personally, it gives me a little bit of anxiety uh, doing it because I can't see anyone. <laughs> so oh,
1: so it's like doing like a big conference call. Mm-hmm. It's like
2: <laughs> yes, that's literally actually that's exactly it. And sometimes people talk over each other and. But right, right, right. there are some really good uh, people were talking about the stock market like they had people on there that were breaking it down. There's also casting directors that talk about like how to do a good audition. Like so you can learn things in a lot of these uh, or if you're Lakeith Stanfield, there's a moaning room. It was just men moaning. <laughs> um, that shit. And he popped in there and was moaning and you can't see anyone. Right. So he, Lakeith. <laughs> like popped into the moaning room and was just like moaning in there. So you will not find me in the moaning rooms. Mm. Um, also when we, I was going to say when we were talking about um, like reboots and casting and stuff up top, I had wanted him for Willy Wonka. I still want yes. him. If they're going to reboot shit. it.
0: shit. He would be so um, good. Cause they're
2: thinking of Tom Holland or Timothy Chalamet. And I'm like, there are more people in this industry, I swear to God, Yeah. <laughs> but I think Lakeith would be fun and wild. He's Janelle so Monae is another one, um, obviously, and she also dressed up like him. So uh, either of those I think are inter- more interesting and uh, could do a lot more with the – discovering different aspects of the also he's fictional like this is what i say about all these characters whenever people are like but he's white he's also not real he's literally quite literally not real um that's how i feel about all of the dc and marvel characters as well they were made up and they were also made up typically in the 50s and 60s when black and brown people weren't allowed to be on a lot of these comics so we only had a very small select few um which were great but also, it's really okay. Uh, yeah, if we look, switch
3: uh, out.
1: I, look, we'll let you rap and stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> And continue to op- appropriate the culture left and right. But uh, yeah, we can. I think we can switch out a couple of the physical bodies for these made-up characters.
2: Like it'll be, it'll literally be. okay. It's one it'll thing
1: if you're doing a a hologram of your father for a <laughs> memorial service, and it's like, well, that's not my dad. Was, was I don't Was not Taiwanese. Mm. But yeah, (laughs) uh, that's yeah. Maybe there's not creative license for a hologram memorial. But if we're talking about fictitious fictitious people, people said
2: this about Game of Thrones. Like, not to go on my tangent, but really quickly, people would say like, "Well, it's just there's not a lot of black and brown people because it's you know historically they weren't uh, they historically I'm sorry weren't around during the dragon time. When was Uh the dragon time? I missed the dragon time. They're mm-hmm. like, yeah, but during that time, and I'm like, when? When was that time? Tell me well, for, in our well, history.
1: Okay, I will. If one second, may I answer your question with another and with a question, which is, Danny, do you speak Westerosi? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's. I'm just. I want to start there, so I know where we're starting this debate from.
2: Anyway, that is my. Anytime someone says that, I'm like, it's a television show. It is a. Yeah, it's listen a to fake, yourself. <laughs> it's a fake. This person, this woman, had dragons coming out of her. Like this is not. Real, you, anyways, you can have black and brown people, man. Cersei was
1: a black woman.
0: Woo! <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> um, speaking of Lakeith Stanfield, he needs to be uh nominated for Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah. Did y'all know that? Uh, and Daniel Kaluuya, too, but did you guys know that the Academy Award cutoff is like mid, like late February this year? Oh, that, that makes so sense, like, yeah, it does make sense, but I didn't like nobody's really talking about like- that.
1: You could like you could game the awards this year because few things like few things came out that suddenly you're like yeah I, I don't know I guess that's the best part. like it I feel like I don't have an up. opinion yeah. on anything this year. Yeah.
0: Um Miles where can people find you what's a tweet you've been enjoying?
1: Oh shit. Uh you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at miles of gray and also the other podcast 20 day fiance. Uh let's see a tweet that I like this is from uh, Brody Reed and uh, a sentiment a lot of uh, comedians in the LA area have have talked about. And this is kind of inside baseball, but I will just say this tweet. Uh, he says, quote, spent all morning trying to think of creative things to say about Rush and couldn't think of anything mean enough. Probably not going to get the Jon Stewart thing, not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to everybody submitting for that John
0: Stewart. Yeah, yeah. churning. Um. Good, oh, and then good one list more. Of sorry, people submitting I, though that that show might be dope. There's oh, hell more, yeah.
1: yeah! Uh, and just one more because it sort of piggybacks on that from Robert Evans at I Write OK. Why speak ill of the dead when you can sing?
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, there are so many good, good rush tweets. Um, tweet I was enjoying. DC Pearson tweeted, Is Twitter the only hobby whose practitioners regularly lament? Everything about it. I'm just imagining a <laughs> bunch of bowlers sitting around the alley going, fuck this place. This is hell. Um, you can hilarious. find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, Daily where we post our episodes and our footnotes, yeah. where we link off to the information as well as a song that Miles is recommending uh, that we are no longer playing at the end of the show. I think a lot of people are like, "Wait, you guys forgot to put the song in." We're not doing that anymore. No, nah, um, we didn't
1: do that. Did- Plus, man, to just go out there, listen to the whole thing. Yeah, you know when, you It'll so out.
0: Yeah, it'll taste so much for the better track. when you go do the work yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, why we're doing
1: it. But this track is uh, an edit of a Masego track called Navajo, which is dope. If you haven't seen the color show version of it on YouTube, check that out. But it's a remix by Ikani, E-K-A-N-Y. It's Navajo, but the Masego flip. So check this out on SoundCloud. And it's, oh man, it's it's great. It's wonderful. It's just got like, because if you don't know Masego, amazing. It plays sax, does a dope looping great singer, and then just when you add a little bit of a remix on it, it just takes things to a whole other place, so yeah.
0: Yeah, and you can go listen to that right now on right the now. playlist. There you so, go. Uh, the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio for more podcasts from iHeartRadio. Visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's it for this morning. We are back this afternoon to tell you what's trending, and we'll talk to you all then. Bye. Bye.